Hey, thank you for tuning into the Rave Podcast. This is your host, Lamont Hall, aka the God Seeker. I want to thank all of you for taking out your time to listen to the show on today. Truly appreciate it. We got a great topic for today. Today's topic is don't blame religion. Oftentimes we get in this uh, rut of blaming everything on the church or religion or religious people, spirituality, whatever it is. But we're going to talk about a little bit about that today. We have um, Elder Tony with us today. He is definitely uh, excited about uh, about starting and getting back on it. So, Elder Tony, you have anything for the audience? Man, just good to be here. Just good to be here. Good deal. Good deal. So, Elder Tony, what do you think about the, the topic today? Don't blame religion. What, what hits your mind? What, what, what's the first thing that comes to mind when you hear that? Uh, man, the first thing that hits my mind is, you know, uh, uh, the word hypocrite. Yeah. I mean, that's one of the biggest things that the, uh, that the church is always hit with hypocrite, you hypocrite. know, as if we're perfect. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So for some reason, that's what, that's the biggest thing that, that comes to mind when people wouldn't, when I hear that phrase, don't blame it on religion. Yeah. People see, uh, religion but they uh, automatically think hypocrite at the same time i got you i got you yeah so and, and why do you think people think that well uh honestly we've been letting them <laughs> oh, you're right we, we we've been letting them think that uh and and uh we allow, and here's why I say we've been letting them. You look at Hollywood yeah. and look at our portrayal, yeah. how Hollywood portrays us. Mm-hmm. That's what they see. Now, Hollywood will uh, take a, a snippet of somebody's experience in church mm-hmm. and make it every church. Exactly. So that's, that's, that's the reason why, you know, uh, people see us that way as okay. hypocrites. Okay, mm-hmm. gotcha, gotcha. And in Hollywood, um, entertainment sell, right? Uh, yeah. Lies sell, you know, scandalism, that type of stuff sell. And it's something about the flesh. It, it's drawn to that type of thing. So uh, you're right. Uh, the church is portrayed in a way uh, that most general uh, entities aren't portrayed. Um, mm-hmm. I used to tell people all the time, I said, it's amazing how we'll say the church did this, but what about the stuff that happened to you when you're in the street? Or, you know, cause I've been there, I can't speak on anybody else, but there were some things that I didn't like when I was out there, but you know, I don't, you don't hear me talking about the, well, the street did me like this. So, I, you know, but we, we so easily put it on the church. So, so let's get, get down to the nitty gritty of this. Um, the, the subject topic is going to stem from, um, the scripture Galatians one. And 10 through 14. So uh, so let's read this. For do I now persuade men or God? Or do I seek to please men? Or if I yet please men, I should not be the servant of Christ. But I certify you, brother, that the gospel which was preached of me is not after man. For neither uh, receive it of man, neither was taught it but by the revelation of Jesus Christ. 
For ye have heard of my conversations in time past in the Jews' religion, how that beyond measure I persecuted the church for God, and I wasted it, and profited in the Jews' religion above many equals in mine own nation, being more exceedingly zealous for the traditions of my father. I'm going to go on to the next verse. But when it pleased God, who separated me from my mother's womb and called me by his grace to reveal his son in me, that I might preach him among the heathen immediately, I conferred not with the flesh and blood. So we, we, we hear the scripture and Paul kind of gives us his, this account of this, right? In, uh, about how he used to take God's word and he he profited from it. And so when we hear that, that's what a lot of people see, right? Right. A lot of people see that. A lot of people see um, church as a way for uh, people to profit, but that wasn't God's intent, right? Right. Right. So when we when we talk about don't blame it on religion, um, Elder Tony, what is a good definition of religion? Well, um, a good definition in, in my own words is uh, something that is uh, being done out of routine tradition or religion that uh, we place uh, 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 spiritual, uh, uh, I guess, uh, for lack of a better word, spiritual connotation behind Okay. Uh, so, uh, yeah, it, it's it's something that we do over and over again uh, out of routine or tradition. Okay. So, a dictionary and or Oxford definition says religion, the belief in and worship of a subhuman controlling power, especially personal growth. So, when we talk about this personal growth and all this thing that we have to that we often met with when it comes down to uh to religion how do we get past the subhuman part of that because like you said other tony uh religion is something that we do out of habit right mm -hmm. okay i want to uh, thank uh minister uh cynthia for joining us on today truly appreciate having you here um of course she always bring a lot of good word to the show amen Amen. Amen. So, Cynthia, you have anything for us today? Good evening. Great. great. Jumping in on it, and um, you were saying, were you talking about just personal growth or spiritual growth? What was well, your question? So, the question is, uh, I asked Elatoni, what was religion? And we've Oxford said called religion um, <clears throat> the belief and worship of a subhuman controlling power, especially a per. Um, a personal God or gods. And so El Tony was talking about how religion is something that we just kind of, or we, we do it uh, out of habit sometimes. Right. Right. We do something out of habit or tradition and uh, out of uh, routine. Exactly. Exactly. So in religion, it was never meant to be something we did out of just habit or routine. Right. It was right. uh, 
Religion is something that we, we do because it's it's like breathing. You don't think about breathing. It's not a habit that you breathe or a routine. It's just something we do, right? So our our spiritual walk or the religion that we that we are quote unquote shaped under should be something that it should be more than a habit or uh, or just something we do out of uh, because we have to. You know what I mean? So what are your what are your guys' right. thoughts on that? Well, um, I agree that it is a habit, um, and it's often a mindless uh, effort, Mm -hmm. and some people do it um, just, like you said, out of tradition, out of habit, out of practice, Mm -hmm. but um, I would rather use the term that I am spiritual instead of religious. Because sometimes when you're looking at um, religious, um, a religious ritual now can be anything that you have turned into a god or a godlike figure. Mm-hmm. Um, you work out religiously, mm-hmm. meaning that you have had this adamant mindset about mm-hmm. this uh, fitness. Uh, routine mm-hmm. and it's not that you worship that but you uh, some people go to so far as making other things their god and you look and so then you can fall into idolatry and not even know it yeah. but god it says they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth so therefore that's why i like to refer i don't say that i'm religious i say that i'm a spiritual being Right, being right. spiritually led with a spiritually mind with a spiritual mind right. um under the power of the holy ghost amen amen so i'm glad you brought that up so let me ask you guys this question now if you can answer this should we be concerned about our religious views then say that again should we be concerned about our religious views the way we see things the way we um, interact with certain things because like you both said that religious can be something that we do out of habit. So should we be uh, concerned about our religious views? No, okay. not too concerned. And here's why I say that. So Cynthia uh, brought up an excellent point how uh, people who work out, they uh, develop this religious habit of working out. And the whole reason why they developed that habit is because it worked before. Mm-hmm. And the whole reason why we are uh, the way we are now is because it worked before. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the, the traditions, you know, that we grew up on gave us a very, very strong background. Uh, background. Mm-hmm. It gave, uh, gave us a really, really great structure. Exactly. But, uh, but. I know it's it's not supposed to be something that we worship. So I also looked up uh, the definition of uh, uh, religion, and one of the definitions says commitment or devotion to a religious faith or observance. So uh, what that is saying is a commitment or devotion to the structure of not the not the one who gave a structure, but they because uh, anybody can have uh, do something religious. Yeah, anybody can be religious, okay. you know. But uh, 
So the thing is, uh, we and we've been preaching this for the past 15 years now, as far as uh, relationship over religion. Mm-hmm. So I don't think it's something that we need to be that concerned about. We have we should give reverence to some religion mm-hmm. because I mean honestly, it, it it's the law, it's the law that so it, it not only did it show us that we were sinners, but it's the law that lets us know, hey man, uh. Uh, there is a God that loves you. Mm-hmm. Believe it or not, the law the law will show you contrast. Okay, hey, yeah, I'm I'm here to show you that you are dying. But if it wasn't for the law, we, me personally, I couldn't appreciate God. Amen. Because I would take if I took for granted the law. Amen. So I don't think we have to be that that concerned about religion. Not saying that there shouldn't be any concern, but. Uh, not to the point to where we just totally uh, cast it down. Gotcha. Okay, well, let me ask you guys this question then, leading to this. Why, and this leads to our subject, why is it that everybody's experience is they always go back to somebody religious? So, put it this way, why is it so easy for people to blame their hurt, their faults, their misjudgments, their whatever it is on religion. If it's something that's that we all have, we all share in some shape, form, or fashion, if it's something that we all uh, are privy to, because any any one of us can go out and make something a religion or religious or whatever you want to why do when it comes to the church or when it comes to spirituality or a certain um, denomination. Why is it so easy for people, for us, people in general, to blame their hurts or their misfortunes or their uh, misunderstanding on religion? Minister Cynthia, you want to go first? Thank you. <laughs> well, in any society, um, there is a a socialization process that children go through from birth to adulthood. And in the majority of the world, there is some type of spiritual foundation and reverence um, to spirituality, to religion, to a religious leader, to a religious practice. So, I think we're leaning towards uh, the things that are termed as church hurt. And what happens is in the midst of that structure of the church, if something happens, it's almost devastating because this is their socialization. This is the foundation of who they are, who has shaped who they have become. And if anything comes contrary to that belief system, some people can't get past that mm-hmm. or get over something that has happened under the auspices of a person being in church doing something negative that they perceive to be negative to them. Yeah. And it, it kind of cripples them and they can't move forward a lot of times because now there's, there's a conflict between reality and um, 
the reality that I have as I imagined it to be. Yeah, exactly. um, Or what we would call cognitive dissonance. Yeah. What is actually happening and what I thought should have happened. Mm -hmm. And when that rude truth that sometimes people aren't lovely, aren't kind, aren't compassionate, hits us in the face, um, it can take the wind out of you. And so... Um, we as a people need to be, and when I say a people, I mean humankind, yeah. need to be very careful of how we handle people. Because okay. he right. says, with love and kindness have I drawn you. Right. There's a way to correct people in love and compassion, not right. with brutality and coldness. Amen. Great. That's a great response. What do you have to say about that, Elton? Well, uh, one of the things, uh, one of the biggest reasons why people like to blame the entire church for something that they went through is because wherever they are, that entire church seemed to be as one on that issue. Mm -hmm. And even when that church, and and, and there are a lot of churches that Mm -hmm. do it. Mm -hmm. So like, I mean, you will find, you'll find a whole lot of people who said, yeah, I went to this church and this denomination, mm-hmm. and they treated me the same way that you said that that church mm-hmm. and that denomination treated you. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. uh, like I said, we've been preaching relationship over religion for the past 15 years. Mm-hmm. But before then, it's always been religion. Yeah. It's always been, no, you got to wear this when you come to church or you're going to hell. Yeah. Or yeah. Uh, you got to uh, you got to have church on this day or you going to hell or you got to be baptized in this way or you going to hell. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so here's what what Paul said um, in in verse 15. Uh, he says, <laughs> but before I was born, this is uh, Galatians one. Yeah. Uh, 15 in the New Living Translation. It says, before I was born, God chose me and called me by his marvelous grace. Mm-hmm. We have to preach his grace. Yeah. Now, what, what that said to me is, as far as God called me by his marvelous grace, mm-hmm. meaning, okay, God combed through all of that stuff, all that dirty stuff, mm-hmm. all that nasty stuff yeah. that that uh, I would do and commit. He 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 combed through all of that and still found a way to call me. Mm-hmm. Even though even though he knew when he called me, I wasn't done with it. Yeah, yeah. And 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 when we don't preach that, not saying that we should uh, continue uh, to uh, uh, continue to allow people to stay in sin or uh, live any kind of way and preach. I'm not saying that at all. At all, what I'm saying is, we have to preach to people that there is a grace. Yeah, that 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 has to be one of our main uh, things. I mean, outside, I mean, just just below uh, Christ and Him crucified, the next thing should be His grace because that's the whole reason why Christ was crucified to give us time. Uh, uh, and, and mercy to get it right, to give us grace and mercy to get it right. Exactly. So, uh, uh, when when we don't preach those things, it makes it so easy. So, like you, 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 
you we hear stories all the time. Oh, you're a homosexual, you can't come to this church and you just hell bound. I mean, we hear God said that it was abomination. Uh, I, we get that. I get that. But he also said my grace is sufficient. Mm-hmm. So like we have to at some point we have to preach grace and it's gonna tick some people off. Excuse me. I'm sorry if I I don't know if I can say that. <laughs> but it's gonna make some people upset uh when we preach the message of grace because there is a such thing. There's a such thing as grace and it's it's like uh Mr. Cynthia, she always she's always on point. With love and kindness have I drawn thee. Mm-hmm. And when we extend grace to people, mm-hmm. then I mean they could get away from that notion of church hurt. Yeah. And see that it's not the entire church. It was that one person, that one person's view. Mm-hmm. So I'm I think I was a little bit frustrated by that a little. Um, we got so, my soapbox. Well, so uh I always like to to share this and I always like people to uh to know. I, I truly believe that uh that one of the greatest values that we can that we can hold on to as Christians is uh, or as people in general is seeking out a relationship with God. So right. a couple things happens happen when you do that. When you seek out a relationship with God, the relationship becomes so solidified, so powerful to where the things that you would generally not take notion of, the things that would generally not bother you, or things that you would get mad if somebody brought to your attention, become things that, that you want to uh, work on. So thing, God, he starts convicting our hearts and, and showing us what we need to start working on. And nobody has to do that for us, you know, you know what I mean? And so he shows us what grace is, and he, he allows us to exude grace and to, to accept grace. So, um, being able to to understand those things is is one of the great uh, facets of knowing God, knowing who He is. And I think a lot of times we get people that, or uh, pastors, ministers, uh, leaders, members, that they start out with that relationship is is that that zeal is so strong, and they feel the way we all feel right now about about grace, about uh, with love and kindness have I drawn thee. But we, there's this thing called power. And as soon as we get a taste of that thing called power or position or um, a name, it kind of pulls something out of us that that was never meant to be pulled out. And, and sometimes we forget those small, that small beginning place that we started. So, so great stuff, man. Great, great, great stuff. And I think that's stuff that we all need to remember. And so the, the whole point of this message tonight was today, rather, was to let people know that it's okay to uh, to say, well, I had a, a disagreement with, with uh, Elder Hall. It's okay to, to be honest with that. It's okay to seek out God a God and issues like that. It's okay to, uh, to know that somebody might not like you. That's okay because we have a, a, we're challenged to go out and draw people to Christ. But I think sometimes we forget that we are dealing with people that are just like us. Mm-hmm. We're forgetting that we're dealing with people that have issues just like us. Just so happened 
their issues come out in the church. And so we see the church that way. But what about the person, the issues that come out at your job or that come out uh, with people that you hang out with, you know, when you're out entertaining each other? You know, so we got to remember that this is people. I mean, people are going to hurt you at some point in your life because you, they're not going to be able to please everything that you want. And so the greatest thing we can do for ourselves is seek out God every day, have that relationship. And like both Elder uh, Tony and, uh, and Minister uh, Cynthia said, you know, God has a, uh, there's a set time for all of us. You know, we, we are all uh, in this thing together, you know, and so we could all benefit from, from loving each other and, and, and exuding love towards one another. Have you got, got anything before we uh, close up for today? I'm just so thankful, you know, for the word and for for God's grace and mercy, because sometimes, you know, like you said, we're dealing with people just like us. We're dealing with things that um, kind of hit home. And when we look in that that mirror image of us and sometimes we're not we're not as gracious and we're not as kind when we see our, our flaws and other people. Mm -hmm. And we tend to, um, you know, beat them down yeah. about it when we haven't resolved that issue within ourselves. Exactly. And so, um, I'm just thankful for, I'm thankful for love. I'm thankful for, I'm thankful for correction in love because, I don't, I don't want to be the same person that I was. You know what I'm saying? I want to be changed. I want to be able to, you know, operate in the world mm -hmm. as a light and not as a source of pain and stress to someone and, and uh, meanness and hurt because they get enough of that. Exactly. They get that every day, exactly. you know. Exactly. So why should I? Why should I? be a part of your religious ritual exactly. when you are no better than the people on my job that's dogging me out exactly. Exactly. or the people on the street. Why should I be? Exactly. Well, hey, that's exactly right. And we, we have to exude love no matter what. Oh, Tony, you want to close it out for this? Um, yeah. Um, I'll say this. I would like to uh, encourage uh, uh, whether it's the the person who is a believer or uh, or an unbeliever, uh, God is coming back, yes. or, or Jesus is coming back for the church, for the church. So uh, I would like for us to get rid of that term, that phrase, church hurt, mm -hmm. as if the church hurt people. No, the church don't hurt people. Why would uh, Jesus come back for something? That hurts. He said, he said that he's coming back for a church without a spot or a wrinkle or without a blemish. Uh, and uh, I would consider hurting people a blemish, uh, maybe a little bit more than that. So let's get rid of that uh, church hurt thing, you know, uh, and uh, let's really start showing love to people no matter what walk of life uh, they come from. Amen. And for those who are unbelievers, I'd like to apologize on the uh, ha on the behalf 
of uh, of the body. Uh, not everybody is like that. And uh, tell you the truth, uh, the church is not a building. It's a person. Mm-hmm. It's it's the person that's the church. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the people the people that you're listening to on this podcast, we make up the church. Uh, and even when we leave this podcast, uh, when you, if you were able to run uh, into us on the street, we represent the church. Yes, we carry some religion with us mm-hmm. because that's our structure. That's what that's the way we were structured in this thing. Amen. You know, there is some God in religion. Amen. That's the reason why we are the way we are. But we have transcended from religion to relationship. Amen. So the reason why we go to church day uh, uh, every Sunday, it's not out of religion, but it's out of relationship. I love God. Amen. I love him. And that's why, and I don't love him out of religion. Amen. I love I love him out of experience. Amen. Amen. And once you experience him, you will love him too. Amen. We want to thank all of you again for tuning in to the Ray Podcast. Truly, truly, truly appreciate it. And thank our guests for the awesome uh, information, awesome knowledge. It's always a great podcast, always great to, uh, to learn a little bit more. And so let us all remember that God loves us. And so rejoice, adorate, venerate, and exalt the true and living God. Many blessings.